Morse code here, back in Josh's bunker for this episode. There were some problems getting this recorded, which involved accidentally following someone else's target for two weeks, and now I'm getting kicked out of the society for crossing territories. It's a whole thing. All right. Happy Friday. Got my good friend here, Eric Grundhofer. Uh, and uh, Eric is my secret weapon when it comes to uh, some pretty smart SEO tactics. And and Eric, you're going to reveal kind of some stuff that we've done and kind of what you do for your clients and and so forth. But um, so uh, this is going to be very, very actionable. Uh, and uh, I'll put uh, Eric's website here on screen. And that's royalreputation.io. And we're going to talk about a strategy for SEO where you can do as the business owner, right? Because this is a major challenge, Eric. I'm sure you see this a lot with clients is that the owner's busy, right? It, they're doing so many things. And so then the, this prospect of generating great content for SEO value, it's tough, right? In, in terms of like, you know, when you work with a good, S, when you work with an SEO firm, I'll let you kind of explain the normal process of what that's like and why there's some inherent problems to that and how you've come up with a brilliant way of, I mean, generating so much content uh, with so little effort on behalf of the business owner. I'll let you kind of, first off, maybe just have you intro Royal Reputation, who you are and what you do. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Josh, thanks so much for having me on. I, I appreciate it. Um, like so much respect for you and what you do. So thank you very much. But uh, so I'm Eric Grunhofer, CEO of Royal Reputation, uh, entrepreneur through and through. I have a couple other businesses um, that are open, but mainly what we do at Royal Reputation are an online reputation management and podcast marketing agency. Um, so through kind of some trial and error, as Josh had mentioned, you know, we used to just do when we started traditional SEO methods, traditional online reputation management methods, and that had to evolve over time as everything does. So where it used to be, as you mentioned, Josh, like the old process, where it's like a, a client comes on, you kick over the client and like, hey, this is what I do. You, mm -hmm. the client goes over to my team. There's keyword research, the keyword research done on that client, their services, their competitors. We see what words they want. Kick it over to copywriting. Copywriting then writes, um, you know, a 500 to a thousand word blog article or service article on there, filled with you know SEO keywords and terms. And then that gets kicked over to distribution, distribution posted to the website. And then, um, you know, you enter the meta tags, title tags, and all of those things, right? That's tr traditional SEO, rinse and repeat every single month. So what I've done through trial and error over all these years is I had to figure out a way, I, I was putting my brand on the back burner all the time, as I think ever, a lot of people tend to do if it's yeah. not their main focus, right? So what we ended up doing is create, I was like, how can I do my podcast, get content from my podcast, get the SEO benefits from my podcast, the building the podcast and the audience and do all my social media and branding all at the same time simultaneously. So I had to come up with some sort of hybrid program. And in doing that, seeing the tremendous growth and the traffic increases and the ROI of doing this, I was like, this is the only service that I want to offer moving forward for my clients wow. because it covers every single angle of not only online reputation management, but every single angle of social media and all the umbrellas and services underneath that. 
Yeah. All right. So to those watching right now, or even if you're watching a replay, post your question below. We'll actually get it in live time. I'll put your question or comment on the screen as well, just in case you want to talk about the subject that we're talking about for the next 15 more minutes. Um, and so, um, Eric, um, let me share with you my experience. So what I'm going to do is kind of, let me share my observations. So I'm the guy, so I've been in the press, in the media, over 2,000 times. Uh, 750 of those times were TV alone. I just did a TV segment this morning on Fox 35 locally. I'm going to be doing another TV segment on WKMG uh, in a couple of hours, all about Black Friday. And so um, when I do that, it, here's here's the dirty little secret that, that a lot of PR agencies won't tell you. You think, right, as a client that you are going to get a lot of value from that visibility. Here's the reality. It, it's pretty paltry in terms of being seen by that audience is, I would argue, about one-tenth of the potential value that you can get from media. So why then do I do so many podcast interviews? Eric, I actually just did the numbers on, I was curious. I'm like, I wonder how many podcasts I've actually been on. So I, uh, I've actually been, I've, I've produced over 1500 episodes. I've been a guest on over 300 podcasts. I'm all in, right? But I it. understand that Again, only 10% of the value is going to come from the podcast host's audience. Why is that? Well, think about your own behavior. When you're listening to a podcast or watching a TV segment or something like that, like streaming audio, video, or whatever, um, almost invariably, we hear it, we're like, oh, that was great content, and then we don't necessarily click through and take action because we we're just at the beginning stages with that guest it, it, as you as a guest this audience is hearing you for the first time for them generally right so um matter of fact you know one thing i do in my own podcast for the thoughtful entrepreneur when i have guests is i say listen my audience is just getting to know you what is the next step in this relationship that would make sense not necessarily they're going to you know jump on your website and buy your twenty thousand dollar program could take a little bit of time, right? But what is that next step in the relationship? And that's about as best as you can do in terms of expectations. So Eric, we want to talk about how to get the other 90%. And I want to think, I want, again, to our persons watching this right now, listening to this right now, think about how much time and effort you're putting into making yourself available. And you're going to spend 45 minutes with that podcast host, and you're going to teach a bunch of stuff, and you only got 10% of the total value. So, uh, Eric, help us unlock. And we're going to share some examples here of a recent podcast that I did. But, Eric, help us unlock that other 90%. Yeah, absolutely. So, the analogy I always like to use, because um, like I told you guys, I have a couple other businesses. We have Royal Nutrition, which is a protein bar and lounge opening in mid-December here in Tampa, which I'm really excited about. But fitness, I tell you that to tell you this, that fitness is a big part of my life. And just being an entrepreneur and everything like that kind of gives me that what I would feel like a mental advantage. That being said, uh, so you guys didn't think that was completely random. Uh, they always say, you know, 80% um, of what you're doing 
for fitness is, is your diet. And then 20% is working out where a lot of people think that it's the other way around, right? It's not. So you can work out all you want, but if you're not eating the right things and Josh, I know you're on your fitness journey right now. So this kind of like, you really oh, yeah. are getting this. Um, abs are made where Eric? <laughs> exactly. Abs are so, made in the kitchen. Yeah. The hundred percent. So that's how it is. So this is the same with this. Um, you're not going to, just by being on podcasts alone, Josh, you know, Josh said it's one tenth. So, but still using that analogy, it, to me, it's the same thing. It's 20% of what you're doing. The other 80% you have to make happen. As he said, it's very early in that journey. This is the first time they're hearing you. I always, I use the other example, uh, listening to any audiobooks, anything like that, listening to any podcasts, you might stumble across these things and hear that's great content. But did you follow them on social after? Did you buy any of their yeah. products after? Are you now following them on Facebook? Are you actually consuming more of their content? It's just them getting in the start of your funnel funnel as you're you know getting them to know you. So what we've done is create kind of a life hack of not only is it a hybrid program of all these older tactics, but it's a time saver as well, which is the best thing possible for busy business owners. So what we do is whether you want to start your own podcast or uh, be a guest on your podcast, uh, or on other podcasts, we can help you do both of those things, right? So as Josh is shown on the screen right now, Josh, you want to scroll down and show them all of the, um, so like, for instance, this is my podcast becoming legends. So let's say you wanted to start a podcast. We're going to not only, um, create that podcast, get, uh, get you guests on the podcast, but we're going to create the graphics for it, embed that podcast on your website, get you on Spotify, Apple podcasts, all the major distribution channels on that put a description for the episode, embed the uh, YouTube video on there, as well as a transcription of the episode. That's just step one, right? So that's step one. Not only that, are we going to take that 30 minute to how an hour podcast that you're on, we're going to turn that into 10 to 15 different pieces of social media content per, um, per platform. So, we're, you know, we're going to make it size for Instagram. We're going to make it size for TikTok. We're going to make it size for Facebook, et cetera. And we're going to keep going and going and going. Then we're going yeah, to take Eric, I'm, I'm going to share with you. We're about midstream in our work right now. And I was so impressed with this. I wanted to share exactly how we do what we do, what you do, yeah. what you do. Um, so I'm sharing on the screen right here. I don't know if you can see, can you see what I'm sharing? Yeah, hundred percent. Okay, cool. Yeah. So what I'm sharing with you right now is some of the deliverables that are starting to come in from Eric and your, your team. Um, so here are the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Here are the 10 blog posts. Um, so you click through to these. And again, this is just, just getting started here, but here's all the content. This is SEO rich content. And Eric, it came from me. Yeah. I, and I didn't have to write it. Where did it come from? It came from my interview with Ethan Butte. Uh, I was on the uh, Bomb Bombs, uh, who I love that platform, by the way. Uh, so I was on their internal corporate podcast um, that they send to all of their members. Uh, and it was a great interview. Um, but you know what? That was one hour, me in and out. And I hit my mark, delivered a lot of value. He's going to send that to his audience. But again, that's 10, 20% of the value. Eric, you and I are working on maxing out this investment of my time. And so here we are, you know, just a little video snip, but I'm sorry, I, I kind of interrupted, but I wanted to visually show what you were talking about. No, it's fine. It's great. And this, by the way, this was a great interview. I loved you on that interview. Like there's so much for everyone that's listening here, like check out that interview that Josh did. Bomb Bomb is not only a great platform, but Josh had so many tidbits of just golden nuggets in that interview. And the best part is we got to clip every single one of those tidbits 
and then put it put it out um, so he could distribute those on social media. So we did it. We branded him himself. And then he came up with out of his mouth. He came up with all the content that then we had my team and copywriters go through. And we, yes, we have a transcription, like I said earlier, but now we're creating content off of Josh's words himself. So what we've done is the short version is create an assembly line. Right. We've created an assembly line of Josh is the main part of the funnel and it's just his time, which is already valuable. And we kick it over and we kick it over to the rest of the team that then um, chops that into basically 30 different pieces of content, whether it be video, audio or written. And then we distribute that on the necessary platforms that we need to then build the audience. So not only are they seeing you on the podcast audience, but then the people that like to consume video are seeing you consuming video, um, consuming you via video. But then there's the people that can see you, whether it be searching in Google for your services or things like that, that now they're finding you with the written word. So our goal is to hit them from every single angle that we possibly can. So that way you're always in front of them. And it's really thought leadership, SEO, social media at its best with wrapped with podcasting. And I don't think that we could have a better hybrid model of a program. So I wish I could just call it one thing because it is kind of a mouthful when I'm like, hey, what do you do? And what we do, it's podcast marketing, but it's a little different and it's got an SEO spin and it's got a social media, you know, package in there. And like, but all everything, one hash, one hand washes the other is one of my favorite sayings. And it all works together to make sure that we're maximizing your time and the value that you're giving to your audience so we can really share what you're trying to put out. Yeah. I just FYI, just in case anyone's like, oh, hey, you know, I want to listen to that episode. Um, so I just chatted with Ethan, the host. Um, we exchanged a message last week. Um, that will, should publish Thanksgiving week. Oh, so cool. next week, I think Wednesday is when that my episode with Ethan. So uh, now here's one, again, piece of advice. Uh, as a frequent podcast guest, one thing that I, Boy, I've got so many hacks. <laughs> so I always used to ask, can I get a copy of this recording? Or, you know, allow me record access if we're doing it in Zoom. Give me access to the video or whatever, because I'm going to get the, that to my team. I'm going to slice and dice it, repurpose it. I'm going to promote the heck out of this podcast appearance. So most hosts are like, yeah, of course. Um and so now to make it even easier, um, I use a tool, it's $20 a month, it's called Perfect Recall. Um, and so that app automatically joins me on Zoom, record video, no matter if I'm a guest or I'm the host in Zoom, then it also gives me a transcript. Uh, Eric, I could just give you the transcript, but you would have generated that anyway, and the video, and that's all you need. And then your team takes that, and bam, we go to the races. Exactly. And then we're rocking and rolling. And then all you did was show up. All you did was your meet. And, you know, we talk about just podcast interviews because that's what we're mainly going for and helping people build the brand around that and the relation, building relationships through podcasting, whether it be you're the guest or the podcaster, you know, you have your own show. But the reality is you could do it for every single meeting. You can do it for internal meetings. You can do it for every single time that you're on a Zoom call. You can record that and use that as a piece of content in some sort of way. And it's like, why yeah. not at that point? You could show off company culture, which is huge and people want to see anything that you said that might be informative to show your internal processes, stuff that you're comfortable. Like I wouldn't share direct client information, obviously, but I like you're going over a campaign, but anything that you are comfortable with sharing, you should use and record and uh, I call it the sawdust approach, right? You have your two by four, 
you take that two by four and you're use saw it's like becoming sawdust where you're turning that one two by four into as much pieces of content as you possibly can. Yeah. Yeah. One thing that I think is shameful is to the average person who's watching or listening to us right now, Eric, um, you probably dispense uh the value of an entire book on and an, an, at least a monthly basis, if not a weekly basis, you are dispensing that much wisdom. If you are just siloing all of that wisdom and you're not repurposing that, and and um, this is the equivalent, Eric, I think of like, it's almost like having a glam squad with you at all times, right? And their job is just to document your work and what you're doing and make sure that that stuff wasn't just shared in a single one-on-one conversation but that was actually shared with the masses. So I think one of the other challenges that I see frequently is people just get stressed out because they're like, I just don't have enough content to share on social media. And so I now have my team just creating these dumb memes or whatever like that, that aren't, you know, that that's not me. Your audience generally wants to see you. And so make yourself super accessible by having a great team, Eric, like, you know, what you do with Royal Reputation. So you guys can become the glam squad. And, you know, think of the value, Eric, of 10 high value, great ranking blog posts on your website on a monthly basis. Mm-hmm. Like you think like if you want to see your rankings start to soar in Google, there you go. Right. I mean, I, I, I'm getting into area where I don't, I'm not an expert. I'll let y'all defer to you, but can you tell me a little bit about uh, how uh, Google likes that sees wants to see that, et cetera. Yeah, exactly. So no, you, and like you, you hit it on the head. So what, what Google sees when you're doing that, when you're adding 10 service articles or even 10 blog articles every single month, we usually lay the foundation of service articles first and then switch over to blog articles, service articles like Josh has shown you guys right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but say, so there's 10 articles, right? Let's say for conversation's sake, um, each one of those articles has a search volume of, let's just say 10. Each article has a 10 search volume every single month, right? So now we have the opportunity to add 100 search volume every single month by uh, adding all 10 of those pages. 100 search yeah. volume times 12, 12 months. What are we at? We're, we're at 1200 search volume every single month or every single year um, that we're just adding to Josh's site. And then it's a snowball effect. So we keep doing that year after year after year. And again, that's a theory and quick math because now we're not getting into, well, are, they're not all gonna rank on page one, yes. But the theory is we you need to create the page to create the article to get the at bat at ranking on page one. That is the goal for every single article. So it's just a numbers game at that point. You keep doing it. You keep adding. The more content you add to your website, the more Google sees you becoming more and more relevant to that topic that you're talking about. And then they are more likely to boost you up within the search results. Not to mention that's not just creating more relevant, unique content that's not anywhere else online, but they're seeing you constantly update your site and your site's getting bigger and bigger and bigger, which means that they think your company's getting bigger and bigger and bigger, which means that they're pushing you up higher in the search results. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. It's a great win-win. Uh, Eric, I'm, I'm a huge fan, as you know, of, of obviously based on the numbers podcasting. Right. But again, I know that uh, it it does me a great disservice if I'm leaving all that stuff on the cutting room floor and it it never really ends up in the minds 
of my own internal audiences. My job, and it doesn't matter what it is, if I'm on TV, if I don't share that with my own audience, it, you know, it kind of happened in a vacuum, according to my audience. They don't know anything about it, so they get no value. They get no opportunity to connect with me. So, um, so Eric, um, let's uh, make sure folks know exactly where to go, what to do. I'm um, we'll pull up your website here, and so you can kind of share, you know, what, you know, someone's like, okay, ah, uh, wow, that would be great. How do I get one of those? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you guys can go to royalreputation.io. Right on the homepage, it lists. You know, you can apply to not only be on our, our podcast, Becoming Legends, or apply to work with us directly, but we basically give you our entire formula. Like, I'm not hiding anything. This is like, this is good stuff here that on the on the first page, on the homepage, we are giving you steps one through four on everything that we would do. And if you have the teams in place, you guys can do this. It's just, and like the system set up. But we, what we want to do is help you create that system. We want to help you and do this for you on your behalf, help you create the podcast, produce the podcast, or on the other end, help you get on uh, podcasts that are in your industry that are going to help you and then help you distribute that content to your website and social media to help brand you. So you guys can go to royalreputation.io. If you have any questions, like, please don't hesitate to send me a message. Um, I love, absolutely love this stuff. Like, I'm honestly like, I call myself a nerd because all I do is work and I work out and I hang out with my family, <laughs> but like, that's all I do is like work, work out. And this is all we want to do is help you guys generate leads and more business through content creation. And then at the end of the day, like I just love creating content and helping other people create really cool content for themselves. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So Royal reputation.io uh, Eric, Again, this strategy is brilliant. I love it because uh, it, again, I, I like effective outcomes that don't demand a lot of effort from the owner. So I'm helping, you know, business leaders, business owners do one very simple thing. I can answer questions. If someone asks me questions, Cool. I'll, I'll, and a podcast is the perfect way to do that because you're going to have somebody else, a podcaster, do the hard work for free and they'll interview you. They'll promote you to their audience. You get some value from that, right? Um, you get authority. You get their SEO back when they share your link in your face. with It's a perfect storm mm -hmm. of activity. That is just this about the smartest one hour I think a business owner, a business leader could do because now then they've got you on the other side internally to make sure you get the other 90% of the value. Again, Eric Grundhofer, royalreputation.io. Uh, Eric, any parting thoughts? No, I, and just, Friday. I, I love everything that you're saying. Um, like, and not to mention, like, that's just one interview. Our goal would be to get you on four interviews a month, whether you're the guest or do four interviews a month if you're starting your own podcast. So like you're really talking about a, an obscene amount of content here. Um, and again, do not hesitate to try to start to do this yourself. Like this is only going to benefit you. Um, and like Josh, you hit it on the head. Like I, I think about that, that saying, uh, if a tree, that old saying, if a tree falls in the woods, does anyone, you know, is anyone, um, does it make a sound? Sorry. If a tree yeah. falls in the woods, does it make a sound? This is the same thing. If you are on a podcast does anyone know about it until you share it and make it happen? And don't rely on um, my, my thing is if you're already getting on podcasts and you're like, ah, I don't need that. I, I can do this myself. And then 
you know, ask the people for the full length video so your team can chop it up. Make sure you do that, but do not rely on the host of the show to promote it for you. They'll do a post. They might do two. They might even do three, but they're doing this. You know, they want to make sure that they're promoting their own stuff as well, just as much as they're promoting you, but do not rely on someone else to promote you once or twice when you could turn that entire one interview into two weeks worth of content. Yeah, love it. All right, thank you, Madeline, as well for the uh, for the kind comment uh, over on LinkedIn. Uh, again, Eric Grundhofer, your website royalreputation.co or I'm sorry, .io, and then click on send message or the contact box. Grab some time with Eric. Eric, um, I'm sure you're going to ask a few questions just in terms of you know who they are, what they do, what their business objectives are, and just make sure that they can get your team get them to work and start to, you know, start bringing in a lot more high level conversations with audiences that already know your stuff. They like your stuff. They've been enjoying your content and now they're ready to do business with you. It's, it's a great strategy. Eric, thank you so much for joining us again. Um, connect with uh, Eric at royalreputation.io. Thanks, Eric. Josh, thanks so much. I appreciate you. Welcome back, listeners. You're just in time for me to read my expulsion letter from the Society. <clears throat> Dear Redacted, you are hereby expelled from... Oh, the rest is redacted. Well, I guess I got their point across. Well, listeners, if you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe. And if you, like myself, are looking for more ways to spy on Josh, visit upmyinfluence.com. This is Morse code, no longer accepted at Society-sponsored events over and out.